Good morning, I'm Byron Fayette. And as I stare at the broken glass on the floor where I threw my gin bottle at Abe Lincoln's ghost last night, I note that on this day, in 1819, the nation's first and only private military college opened. That was in Norwich, Vermont, Norwich University. 1862, the Confederate ironclad Arkansas scuttled near Baton Rouge, just as the Arkansas Razorbacks get scuttled by the Tigers every time they go to Baton Rouge. 1901, the Kiowa Indians have their reservations canceled at their own reservation as it is opened up for white settlement. More on that on the way. 1933, first drive-in theater opens in New Jersey, followed by an unprecedented increase in teen mothers exactly nine months later. 1942, Queen Wilhelmina of the Netherlands becomes the first reigning queen to address a dual session of the U.S. Congress. Abraham Lincoln didn't apparently care for it. According to the queen, his ghost knocked on her door that night, scared her so bad she fainted, woke up on the floor the next morning. By the way, Winston Churchill said he saw Lincoln too after stepping out of the bathtub drunk and naked. 1960, Cuba decided all American business property should be confiscated by the government. And just last month, the fourscore and 20 Democratic presidential candidates, they opted to make that their campaign platform. On the way, broken treaties and a, well, broken gun policy. Now, I don't claim to be an Indian. Now, I do use the word Indian because I know real Indians, and they don't use the word Native Americans. They think that word was some word dreamt up by a white sociology professor at NYU. I have brown eyes, brown or formerly brown hair, and I get sunburn just by watching a documentary about the desert. Yes, it's said there is Indian heritage in my family, and it's a source of great pride. Now, there's a guy I know who's whiter than me, and he claims to be member, a member of a certain tribe. He attends powwows, where he dances around shirtless, jabbing a spear at the sky, amidst real Indians sticking out like a porcupine on a nude beach. He tries to get me to join him, but I already have enough to make myself look ridiculous. Now, I'm a supporter of the Second Amendment. Most of us in the Arklatex are. Most of us own the... Holy Trinity of Firearms, described by our own Poet Laureate. I'm speaking of Hank Williams, Jr. In a song about us country boys and surviving, he mentions a shotgun, a rifle, and eventually a forty-five caliber pistol. The shotgun for killing ducks, the rifle for killing bucks, the forty-five or other acceptable caliber pistol for killing two-legged critters that have expressed an interest to kill you. Most of us are glad that the laws have changed in our favor. If we down here take classes, pass a background check, and get fingerprinted, we can carry that forty-five or other acceptable caliber pistol concealed on our person. Most of us don't want California gun laws where you have to pass a background check, get fingerprinted, take classes, and provide a urine sample for every single bullet you purchase. But even the good old boys I know down here believe things have swung a little too far, and I think this past weekend indicates it. It's gotten to the point that a pimple-faced, hormone-raging teenager can, on his 18th birthday, buy a handgun, strap it on his hip, and walk down the streets legally in many rural states, just like a young Billy the Kid, no training, no permit required. He can buy an AR-15, at least from a private seller, and 
Keep it in the trunk of his car with a bunch of ammunition. No training, no permit required. No real waiting period is required either. Now, AR-15s are wonderful. About the only fun us military guys had in basic training was shooting rifles similar to those. But even with training, the military didn't say to us, uh, pimple-faced, hormone-raging recruits, that we could take the rifle and ammo back to the barracks with us and then keep it later as a souvenir. Now, later, you carried that rifle everywhere, loaded and ready to use it if necessary. That was well after you'd proved your level of responsibility. It's time, many of us down here believe, not for a ban, but for a higher threshold on ownership of guns of a military grade. And I don't think I'm the lone Southerner who feels that way. We can be a lot more reasonable down here than the Yankees think. But why did I mention Indians earlier? Well, today in history, the Kiowa Indians had their reservation taken away so the government could allow more white settlers on their lands. The Kiowas, of course protested. Now, when they'd moved onto the reservation, they'd laid down all their guns, and when it was stolen back, well, all they could do was protest. Most of us Arklatech folks are okay with a little more gun regulation, but we are not giving them up totally because we all know there's a plot in New York City and D.C. to stick us on a reservation too, probably in some hellhole like Connecticut. I'm Byron Fayette, reminding you to drink at home. It's cheaper, it's safer, and you can't carry your shotgun to the bar anyway. Except maybe in Baton Rouge.